0: to Pixel Hunt Podcast, where we deep dive and analyse games one letter at a time. I'm Mark, and it's my turn to
1: start. I'm so don't push me, cos I'm close to me. Nez, I'm trying not to break my nest.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: dear. It gets Mm. worse, doesn't it? I'm done. Let's move on.
0: (laughs) So this is uh, World One, Stage Six, which is Faxanadu, or as we've discovered, it's not Faxanadu. It's actually called Fuzzanadu. It was released in Japan, November '87. Uh, then US a couple of years later August 89 and we had to wait right up until December the 28th 1990 just missing Christmas well <laughs> done Nintendo 28 <laughs> good planning <laughs> yeah.
2: spend Devel- your vouchers
0: <laughs> it was developed by Hudson Soft who uh, brought us Bomberman uh, to name it, but a one uh, licensed by Falcom um, and it's a side-scrolling platforming action RPG Metroidvania type thing where you play a nameless fella who's come from somewhere to do something who who knows we basically arrive in a Elf town to Bro. find it in ruins and have to fight dwarfs to make it better again. It and comes to, to a, to a very, brown town.
2: Very clear, Mark. Very succinct. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, that, that is it. He, he walks into a brown town. And he, <laughs> you he uh,
2: walk into, don't just walk into brown town, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> you need to prepare yourself. Not without
0: taking the necessary precautions. So if you're going to take a trip to a brown town, you definitely need consent. So, but yeah, uh, so I mean, in in summary, that's uh, that's what we've got. I'm quite surprised, um, actually, looking at that November 87, because that's quite an old game, but I think looks-wise, it's really pretty, so I'm quite surprised at that.
2: Yeah, actually, considering... As we've already said many times, the best looking stuff comes out towards the end. It's not quite the end, is it? No, but it still looks good. But it does look good. The, and the, the music devs is... have clearly got to grips, haven't they?
0: Yeah, the music's good, and it's basically a game of uh, killing things, leveling up, finding things, fetching yeah. things.
2: <laughs> Zelda two in it.
0: Yeah, it's uh, and it's got a lot of uh, Dark Soulsy mechanisms in it. That'll be why I didn't like it. That'll be, that'll be <laughs> why I started off to like it. Really? Uh, but yeah, before we dive into the game, we'll uh, we'll we'll go through what we've what we've been up to. So uh, Dan, what have you been up to? Forgotten. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Must um, have been exciting. Yeah, work again, but having. Um Finished Zelda a couple of weeks ago. I've now been plowing on through my back catalogue of things that I need to get through and playing gato Roboto. I did mention it in a very early podcast.
0: Ah, you showed um, me this actually just before we started. Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty tasty. I like it. It's great.
2: You're a little cat, you jump in a mech suit. Can oh, yeah, I, forgot very much like, I this? It's very much like Metroid games, but you get out and you're a cat at some points. It helps you get through little tunnels, but you can't get hit because obviously you're not in a mech suit anymore. You're a cat, and you die instantly. Uh, it's fun. It's cute. You end up shooting little mice who are trying to. They, assume they also have mech suits. I've come across. Not got all the way through it yet, yeah, but I'm a couple levels in. It's good. liking it. Mech mice. Yeah. Um, what else have done? Oh, went to cinema. Yeah. Went to see when they the moving picture things. Oh right. Yeah. They're new round our way. Um, it was. Went to see Le Mans '66, or Ford versus Ferraris. That we'll call it. In- yeah, that's it. Um, that's yeah, that. And um, it's that's really good. The Matt Damon, Christian Bale story of how Ford built the GT40 and took it to Ferrari and whooped their asses over four consecutive years. But so you'd so, recommend it? Yeah, really good. Uh, I would recommend going to see it at the cinema. Some some films, you, you know, you can just watch at home, but it's great. Big screen. Yeah, because it's going to be all of the, the race yeah, sequences and stuff pretty, like really that. Really good, yeah. And yeah. went with the missus, and, but she didn't know. She doesn't know the story of it. I do, because I'm a big car bore. Borrowed glass eyes to sleep about cars. She didn't know the whole history of it. So at one point, she was like, what's going to happen? Oh, I can't watch it. All and she like, you know what happens, don't you? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> so it took a bit away from it. But still, Built up the tension well of the race. Good storytelling. Well actors. Really enjoyed it. Would recommend. I'd give it probably eight awoogas. Ooh, that's a good score for, for it. For, for it. Can we CanweAwuga films. Yeah, if you yeah. want, you can Awuga yeah. whatever you want. Mm.
0: There's no There's no discrimination in what you can <laughs> awooga There's no uh, There's no rule. There's no awooga rules. Awuga rules. <laughs> what about you, Sol?
1: Mm. right i've bounced <laughs> right off outer worlds uh, i think i've killed it for myself by going down every possible dialogue tree and side quest so i've just and because it's free well in air quotes free because it's on game pass so it's disposable i've just bounced straight off it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to do an- <laughs> another rpg i've jumped to octopath traveler it's uh it's a square enix rpg turn-based so this will please daniel yeah. Uh, Will trigger him. But it's quite, it, <laughs> I can see a vein popping out of his head. There's <laughs> quite an interesting uh, story, and I'm not sure. People write in, write in, tell us. You know how much the internet likes to tell you if you're wrong. Uh, whereby you start off at a character. I started off playing as a warrior, which is predictably boring, isn't it? Yeah, well,
0: it's this standard entry point yeah.
1: usually, isn't it? And, but I started playing it outside the house. And when I got home, it needed an update. So I just... Sack that game off, and then I started again as a a I started his story now. A it's completely, dealer. yeah, <laughs> basically, but it's a bit, it's a completely different story, completely different initial opening story. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So then, once you've played through that first opening stage, you then the the map opens up, and then it says, "Well, they've got this geezer over here and this geezer over here." So do they? Can you can you play as all eight of their separate stories? Well, I ain't got that far, but uh. I've got far enough to. Find the next one of the next major characters, and then you start playing through. My well, in this case, her story. Yeah, which I assume would have been if I'd have started with her. So it looks like if you meet the other eight players, Octo. Yeah, if you meet the other eight players, you get to do all their paths where you end up. So I don't know how big a okay. big of a.
0: It sounds really cool. So I'm assuming different. at some point they'll converge, won't they?
1: Into where you've got one big team. I guess. So working I don't, know. I don't know if you're going to have a team of eight because it's very rare you get such a large. um party but it's a three or four really. yeah but i, I just I wonder if it splinters thought,
0: off into you can splinter it off yourself into i don't,
1: know. Little yeah. I don't know. time will tell time will tell but i just it found sounds, that quite interesting sound, yeah definitely sounds i, I interesting. can't re- recall anyone else doing that and but the art style is lovely it's kind of like a quasi 3d 2d diorama so it's like looking into like a you no know, like a little shoebox. Like
2: shoebox. yeah so you like walking? It's it, it, all pastel colours, isn't it? Uh, no, it's like oh, it's like the, someone's the just artwork. tilted uh, Breath of the Wild up <clears throat> towards
1: you a little bit. All right. Uh, mm. uh, it's, yeah, it's lovely. So uh, it's interesting that you picked a warrior to be to to start well, with. Well, because. The thing is, Warriors are quite... You don't have to do much thinking about Warriors, do you? They're yeah, always kind of my never, go-to. Never pick them. Never, never, never
2: pick but, them. Yeah. No, I don't like being in the middle of the action. You do like yeah. I like to stay out of the way and be like a sniper or something or an archer. and just I'll just stay here. A thief. <laughs> just <laughs> just a distance. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's really all I've been playing at the minute.
0: Um, really? Really? What have I been doing and playing? I watched that Netflix series, The Toys That Made Us and I watched the films that made us and they're both really good and both really interesting. Even the Barbie one is interesting. Even the Dirty Dancing. Even the the Dirty Dancing was the most interesting of those episodes, actually. Yeah, on the film one, you know, the story behind Dirty Dancing, I I went to it for Ghostbusters and it was that good I stayed for Dirty Dancing. So obviously I've got two sisters, well, had two, I've got one now, uh, but they watched that film to death. So I am very,
1: very familiar Which is how I know Dirty Dancing, the wife loves dirty dancing, it's the best film as far as she's concerned, ever made. Yeah, oh, oh Yeah, we yeah. can disagree with that, obviously. Mm. But <clears> I surprise her whenever it's on now, coming like a da, da 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 and I only know all the lines off by art, by osmosis from your two sisters just
0: watching it. Yeah, they I've just constantly watched it, but it was really interesting to watch it. But Never the, watched
2: it, thankfully. I've won uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine. It's all right. Went, You've got to watch it. And I'm like, I don't, I really don't want to watch I don't it. have to do anything she, you tell she me. me. And she went, all right, I'll put it on fast forward. And she played me like, minute clips here and there I'm like, oh, well, that'll do. But yeah, it's, it's mega interesting,
0: and uh, I loved the He-Man episode of the toys because I was obsessed with He-Man. He-Man bit. You know, yeah, he, uh, he, I love Dirty the Dirty bit. bit where he holds aloft his magic sword Dirty um, Dirty in Dirty Dancing.
1: What do you reckon's next then? The consoles that made us.
0: I hope so. What about
1: us? Why don't we get on that? Yeah, yeah, we'll just do it. But yeah,
0: um, we are doing it, but just a letter at a time. But yeah, they um, it is. It's it's totally worth a watch. It's it's really, really, really interesting to see how these guys blagged these ideas the turtles one
1: is good you know they had a tail didn't they i didn't know that i saw that in the trailer for it yeah it's it, it's well, the history of the Turtles it came from a darker place, and, and yeah, exactly. And it, up, start, it starts mm, really there, dark, and it, it yeah. goes
0: through the the journey of those guys that created it, and the other guys that got involved. On the back of a napkin, did they touch on that? No, uh, it, it just it, it it just said that they like moved into a flat and decided they wanted to write comics, and it kind of were an underground kind of hit. And then when they were trying to sell it, everyone's going, "You are serious, Turtles?" But one guy kind of cottoned onto it, and. It went where it went, but yeah, it's the, it's, I'd, I'd recommend it. It's definitely worth, both of them are worth a watch. So, mm-hmm. before we uh, move back to... For and find out whether it's for... Za- <coughs> or for Poo, uh we'll uh, move to the bit that we like to call our...
1: Oh, thanks, Dan Lek. So, before we jump into Fazanadu, let's, let's see, as, we, as is customary in uh, Pixel Lump podcast law, what was happening in music, films, and of course, games, back in December the 28th, 1990!
0: How come you went all musical, then? Because we're about to look at singles. That's music. it, music, ah. yo!
1: Mm. So, the number one UK single, December the 28th, very Christmassy-themed, Saviour's Day by... Cliff Richard oh, God. Oh, pulls out the uh, rock star at my hamster reference. Steve Pilchard. Steve <laughs> <Pilget>. <laughs> that Cliff Richard has,
2: uh, what, about Steve two <laughs> weeks? <laughs> he has about two weeks left to keep up his record of having a number one in every decade uh-huh. since the 1950s. Oh, Really? I Who? think I think he's
0: just going to do one now, is Do you think he's gone into hiding? Yeah. Because he got
2: accused of being a pedo and
0: he
1: wasn't.
2: He'd need yeah. it out now, though, legal
1: so to speak.
2: Well, <laughs> need, he'd need to get a single. <laughs> that's that's the wrong of, time to yeah. mention that. He needs to get it out now. <laughs> yeah.
1: he'd, need, he'd need to get If he wants to get another Christmas number one, he's got to start. Oh, he's not going to do it. We're not having that. Are we Are that uh, we're not. Bad enough. We'll do that. Then there it. was that
0: Lord's Prayer over Old Lang Syne. Oh, my. And then I, I saw him on some documentary. I had this genius idea, yeah lord's prayer that were your genius idea well done cliff thanks for poisoning
1: my ears with your ear aids so (laughs) i think it's fair to say that we're we're, we're not particular cliff richard fans uh also in the top 10 not necessarily christmas theme but it is called stop ice ice baby collaborate and listen by vanilla ice I watched
0: a, some like Adam Sandler film that he popped up in before. Oh, God. And someone said in the film, like, well, you must have loads of money if you're when He went, every time that record plays, I owe money. <laughs> so he just <laughs> nicked that like the back. Did you ever period. hear
1: how it is, you know, because basically it's under pressure, isn't it? Yeah. Did you ever hear he says, <laughs> he not. I'll, I'll try and find the link yeah, could, and I'll put it in the show notes because, no, it's not. Yeah. If you listen to, to Queen, it goes, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And then he says, but if you listen to my sample, it goes, Dun, 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 dun. No, no, his Queen. Goes dun, dun 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 dun, and his goes dun
0: dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got an extra d at the front, so that's that's now his. So I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna write Let It Be, Duh, let, yeah. it be. Duh, let It Be, Let It Be, see how I can uh,
1: how I can go with that. It reminds one. me of Bad News, you know, Bad News, the comic strip. No. They did Ed Edmondson, Rick Mail, and they did Bad News, the, the spoof rock band, very much like Spinal Tap. And oh, no, did more I don't Bad know. News. He right. said, I've, I've got this song. It's called Imogen. <laughs> Imogen, all, <laughs> all the people. <laughs> you can't really get away with it, I don't think. No. Also, top 10, You've Lost That Loving Feeling by the Righteous Brothers. I've got, I'm, it I have got. can in? remember it being massive. Everyone was blasting this out on the stereos in 1990, but Top Gun were four years Prior to this, oh, so yeah. maybe people, had, maybe it just finally made its way to video because oh, yeah, it the was that used around
0: the time Robson and Jerome tried to no, butcher yeah. it. Oh, right, okay. Soldier,
1: soldier were later than that
2: nonsense. Soldier, soldier. <laughs> so I can't yeah. explain
1: why that was in the charts. Maybe I should have done a bit more research. Uh, <laughs> also, there in the top 10 was sad. Dis-moi, dis-moi. Doot, 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 doot by uh, Enigma, Sadness Part 1. So, so
0: instead oh. of like that pan pipe, do do-do-do-do, you did an old mobile
1: telephone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or as if you were you in it there, Sardiness.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, well, Sardines nothing. Part well, 1, Enigma. I got that from the UK Charts oh, database. So maybe it's so called, it called Sadness Part 1. Sadness. <laughs> uh, keeping with the Christmas theme, you've got All Together Now by The Farm. All together now.
2: And that is a chore Because
1: either the song is inspired or the video is inspired or both things are inspired by when uh, World War, they downed the tools or rather the, the tools of destruction, mm-hmm. a.k.a. guns, and uh, played a game of football
0: in No Man's mm-hmm. Land. It just reminds me again, um, Stink Finger at School Christmas pie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. <It's> fond memories. <laughs> well, how did they communicate that they were going to play
1: football? <laughs> Does he want to play the football? And they went oh my yeah I have football yeah okay we will not shoot you you. Well, <laughs> so they're, no they're, one's they're, they're, yeah. there's got to be you know a trust element yeah, they're they're come Germans- up over <laughs> the top and you play And then obviously they won by penalty shootout probably to the Germans.
0: And then uh, if you listen to Harry Hill's joke on it, he then goes on to go and then we got a taste for it. So we had a break at Pancake Day. You want some juicy pancakes? (laughs) Over there, we have a break for (laughs) fuzzy pancakes. (laughs) We had two weeks at Easter and, uh, you know, a lovely Whitson break. No wonder it took four years to kill them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They make the best strudels. Uh, Justify My Love by Madonna, which was like a really naughty video. Uh, It could only be on after 11 o'clock on MTV, black and white, uh, written by Lenny Kravitz, if my memory serves me correct. Really? Yeah. Yeah, And uh, there were boobies and all sorts in that video. Um, I think The Word showed it as a premiere. The Word? The Word. Remember Mm. The Word. And again, keeping in the Christmas theme, you've got uh, Pray by by mc hammer you and mc hammer <laughs> you gotta pray just to make it today especially <laughs> around christmas time was, to your fake gods is that what um <laughs> take that covered no take that no pray no they all they did each night is pray what
2: yeah. he had
0: to do is pray to make it today well yeah. he was a preacher as well didn't he isn't he it Wasn't was he? son of a preacher didn't man. he <laughs> oh just his no. there's
2: another song. no he a, he's a preacher now the he, was
0: a ra- he was a preacher then was he preacher then church i he was a rapping minister rap minister yeah he's quite tall
1: he's not mini and finally unbelievable by EMF was still floating around number 10 no 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 top 10 I think it had been number one by that point I remember walking the streets late at night with no else to do because you couldn't you weren't allowed to stay in your house singing unbelievable by E ecstasy M mother not your word I always thought it was electronic
2: music factory no I've just made that up in my head I
1: guess Onto the, uh, the long player charts. Albums. Albums. The number one UK album. Now you, you can tell looking at this chart that it's Christmas, right? Why are they are like, now that's what I call Christmas. Now where? that's, now that's it, what, now that's what I call a stocking filler. Yeah. So a number one I'm Immaculate surprised. Collection. Well, <laughs> hasn't been called that, you know. I know. Number one Immaculate Collection by Madonna. That's the thing I which was about the time hits. that I wore out. Yeah. The video version. The video for that. What? She got about, didn't she? Well, she was were massive, wasn't she? Basically, were her and Michael Jackson were the biggest stars of the eighties and nineties. Yeah, but well, and but- and you could argue all the way through two thousands for her. Obviously, yeah. Michael Jackson had a bit of a detour into someone's bedroom. Uh, the very best of Elton John by. Um, elton john <laughs> so that, and are we, very, the very best we're assuming didn't he'd we, already released the
2: best hang on didn't we discover that he didn't have a number one until 1994 yeah <laughs> so how was his very best out in 19 what is this 1999. 90, 1990? 90...
0: But, but hang on if this is the very best then that would say there was a best before this very best
1: yeah so
0: he kind I of think that didn't include his the number one <laughs> in, in
1: 1994 either I think it was the best. You don't have to get to number one to be. to be, Look, Mr. Blobby got to number well, one. It's <laughs> not his best, is it? Because he got better. Best of Elton John. That's
0: my Elton John impression.
2: Bumming. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm the boss selected.
1: I'll next week. I really like his songs, Elton, but we need less lyrics about Bumming. Talking of uh, Elton John, that biography that that he's just brought out, his autobiography. Rocket Man. No, not the film. The film's supposed to be average, isn't it? I oh, liked it. it. Rocketman. Yeah. Uh, but his book that he's just brought out, his autobiography, Can is he supposed write? to be off the meat rack. Well, no one <laughs> writes the it. Meat did rack. Bernie Taupin do no, no no it for him? No one writes it. Yeah, Bernie Taupin <laughs> probably wrote it. No one writes his autobiography. It's someone else while they're just talking to him. But it's supposed to be brilliant. I think at one point, I have th- I- he rings his manager up to get his manager to stop the wind blowing outside his hotel room out something crackers. So I think he's really honest about just how... ...co-caddled and crazy he was, yeah. I, I think he and, is a bit of a diva, isn't he? Oh, of course he is, and he knows he is, that's the thing. Yeah. You've got, again, greatest hits, serious hits live, Phil Collins. <laughs> serious yeah, Phil serious Collins. I bet a, he is very
2: serious, isn't
1: he? Well, he's supposed to be a lovely man. I don't like his music. I would like I, to listen to his non-serious hits. It's yeah. Nonsense. Well, it's the the s has fallen off hits there. I think serious. If you if you <laughs> pull, moved it to, to put serious and hits together, you might have the right idea. Yeah. yeah, and then you moved on to the singles collection, nineteen eighty four to nineteen ninety, by Jimmy Somerville. Now, hmm? I was originally a bit disparaging for this singles. because I thought he didn't have that many singles. But in, in fairness. Digging in, it says Jimmy Somerville and Bronski B and Conrad. Ah, uh, right. Okay. So, which the bands I actually <laughs> features have you ever heard of Jimmy Somerville and Mark Allman's cover of I Feel Love? Yes. It's uh, stonking, it's in. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, really it good can go up fair. against the original. It's not going to beat the original because that's a Trailblazer, but it goes right up against it. Is that a yeah. Giorgio Marauder? It was a Giorgio Marauder, yeah. And, uh, I'm Your Baby Tonight, which I think was the first album by Whitney Houston. Well, let's not forget forget that out. Let's not forget (coughs) Michael Bolton. Michael 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 Bolton. Yeah. Yeah. You've also got Soul Provider by Michael Bolton. Looking at his name. It's not a very rock star name, is it? No, and it doesn't look like how you'd
0: expect him to look if he was called Bolton. He looks like the Beast from Beauty and the Beast. He has done a very, very, very funny Christmas special for Netflix, though, and it is is really worth watching. Oh, no, it might have been a Valentine's Day one. He's, he's He's done a special anyway, and it was... Reap funny. So he's, he's done it.
2: a funny track with uh the Long Island in you know, Andy Sandberg from Brooklyn Nine Nine and that stuff he used to do before all that kicked off where he's they're doing some sort of rap track in the in a club and he comes into it late because he's been watching a movie marathon and he starts breaking into song about Captain Jack Sparrow in the middle
1: of it and then switching to Erin Brockovich and <laughs> uh, Scarface. It's funny as if watch that. We'll we'll put the link in the show notes, you'll have yeah. to dig that I out because I am not familiar with such humorous content. Uh, listen without prejudice. Projudice. Prejudice. Prejudice. <laughs> <Projudice>. Prod- listen, <laughs> listen without, without prejudice. I always prodigy. like
0: to listen to George Michael <laughs> with Liam Howland sat next to me. <laughs> listen, listen
1: without prejudice, volume one, George Michael. Now, I don't know if this was around the time when he'd had a massive falling out with Sony. I don't know it. He ruined this, it for me, though, because I really wanted to listen to it with prejudice. Um, well, I think this is it. I think comfortable he was, doing that afterwards. Was this not, <laughs> right, I've done with Wham!, I've had faith. I might be a bit cheesy, but listen to this without any prejudice, please. I am really good. Yeah. And he is, to be fair. He was. was. I mean, now he's really dead, but yeah, he was good. And And that's your, that's your album charts. Did you have any of them at Christmas? What did you buy at Christmas? 1990. 1990. Could, 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 more could,
0: and even more could. And then maybe a bit of wonder stuff.
2: I probably Mm. had uh,
1: MC Hammer. You, hammer, you definitely had MC <laughs> was, was this
2: before you moved on to Rage Against the Machine?
1: Well, like I said, <laughs> I went from Guns and Roses to James Simon. It's me? all you needed, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. Film yeah. charts, film charts, Christmas, Fells. Christmas film charts. Yes. The number one film of this Annas <laughs> <Home Alone. laughs> it's Latin for year it's, it's Latin, Latin for year yeah. <laughs> was uh, Home Alone which is an absolute yeah. Christmas classic yeah. it's a John Hughes classic as well. well arguably John Hughes's last good
0: film well actually if you watch that Thing that I mentioned earlier, it's really Chris Columbus who took it and rolled with it and made it good. Christopher Columbus, not the explorer. Oh, is this in your films? Oh.
1: The films that made us?
0: Yes, it is, and uh, uh, it's a really interesting episode. So uh, I won't ruin it, but watch it. It's the Home Alone episode, almost as good as the Dirty Dancing one.
1: Never ending story two, the next chapter. Thanks for pointing that out. I get that two comes after one, so yeah. Thanks. Well, for so I think they have got
2: to put that because it's an American have a never story that.
1: It wouldn't end. There wouldn't be a two because it doesn't end. Yeah. Well, so you've got, you've got lots of people in the cinema going. <laughs> they
0: just sat and sat <laughs> when, well, titles are coming up. With, the lying bastard.
1: What is it? Yeah,
0: paid two quid for this. He said they'd never ending story. Like I've Dignitas? still got all this popcorn.
1: <laughs> is it like Dignitas? <laughs> well, I think I, I can't take any more of this life from my terminal disease. I'm going to watch the never ending story. That's it. Just check out. Yeah, almost an angel with Paul Hogan, which oh god, which I, I I can remember. But basically, Paul Hogan is involved in a car accident that appears to claim his life, but he doesn't, unfortunately. Never heard by of that. Miami Blues, which is an Alec Baldwin black black comedy, but it's directed by a guy called George Armitage. Oh oh oh, who's George Armitage? Well, he went on to direct uh, Gross Point Blank. Which is, uh, which is amazing. amazing. Ah, so it so, might be worth dropping back and so checking my out. yeah, it might be worth out. a little uh, It might nosy.
2: not give you the blues. It might be. Is it the direction of Gross Point Blank that makes it amazing? Yeah, everything about Gross Point Blank's amazing. Yeah, John Cusack. Nice,
0: understated film. It's Mini, not trying to be anything, but then manages to be a lot.
1: Everything, yeah. It's good. Mm. Mini Driver's dad's called Bus. Uh, and then, <laughs> anyway... What we're here for? We're here for games, aren't we? Games. So let's on to games. Tell, Tell us about games, the games, games, games. games. We like the games. Uh, CMVG hits in this month's issue. We finally, over in the UK, they give us a, a Super Nintendo or a SNES or whatever you want to call it, Super Famicom, uh, is, is coming to the shores. So after three long years of waiting, Nintendo's finally released their 16-bit Famicom. With all the rumours flying around, this will be the console to end all consoles. So... How much do you think it was? I think about looking at the screen <laughs> two hundred and fifty pounds I'm gonna go three hundred Wow well, in Japan, the Super comes out at the equivalent of just over one hundred pounds what no way yeah. Burnt wow. some grain well, hang in... on,
2: hang on, yeah, away oh, going what cheap yeah, but this stuck... was this
1: was. That, that is cheap. nineteen ninety. That's cheap in nineteen ninety. I'd say that's coming pounds. to two
0: hundred quid. I, I, the reason I went three hundred is because I remember this was around the time I got my Amiga, and I distinctly remember it being three hundred and fifty quid. So I thought it'd be cheaper than the Amiga, but not by a lot. So that's it is cheap that.
1: But as usual, we get stiffed. So um, you'd be paying three fifty to four hundred. Over in the UK, with grain Importers claiming that it's because of such a shortage. But this is for a Japanese one. <laughs> yes, yes, All right. Because,
0: so,
2: what did it retail at when it came to days, our like, shores? In like deliveries
0: cost a lot, though, didn't they? Because they'd like, you know, we didn't have the infrastructure we have now. So, maybe a reason. Yeah, they didn't have Amazon drivers
2: <laughs> on zero-hour contracts. Yeah, skipping hospital appointments.
0: Yeah, and then yeah, dying on yeah, the wheel.
2: Yeah, that's it. But but where
1: are we more now? life
0: saved, but we had to pay more. So,
1: <laughs> well. I'm to
2: pay less.
1: It's December the 28th, 1990. So according to this article, the Super comes US release date is to be late in 91. So the day we Brits get to pick it up in Dixon's is a long way off, and I think I got mine in 92. <laughs> what did CVG love in this issue? Speedball 2 on the ST. Loved it. 95 awesome
0: uh, awesome awesome amazing thoroughly fantastic game
1: did you write this review because they went on to say overall a totally brilliant sequel and a magnificent game in its own right yeah it's amazing so what's the difference between speedball 2 and speedball bear in mind speedball by the time speedball 2 made it to the mega drive for me i weren't interested because uh, so it's speedball is, is it american football with robots it's, it's rollerball so you, you men,
0: and you carry the ball, and you throw the ball, and down the wall the stars. You can get points for hitting them. You get points for killing the players. we you ever seen rollerball, uh, the seventies film, no. James Carr. It's, Khan, it's like it? that. But what Speedball Two does, it tightened it up. It made it a load faster. The multiplayer element was great, so that you pl- you know playing your friends. But then it also built in a kind of management sim into it as well. So leveling up your players and buying and selling players and all
1: that sort of stuff. It it's was
0: handball, it, by the way, not
1: football. It's, it's, oh, okay, so it's like a, so it's like
0: a really extreme game of yeah. ball tag. It's a great game, and the Bitmap Brothers has recently
1: been bought, hasn't it? They Matt, have, yeah, by um, Rebellion, who. Bought out 2000 AD and picked them them up. And...
0: So I'm I'm hoping that some of these old games, like said 2, Speedball 2, they recently redid God's the Self anyway. But these things That's get a like new God's... release of. They'll life. get parts. Imagine, yeah.
1: imagine Speedball on, on your switch. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it'd be amazing. Yeah. Ice cream, uh, Sega's Sky Shark on the Mega Drive, ninety percent, which is like a, a, a vertical, like a plane shoot 'em up thing. Uh, which they said too many continues, but still recommend strongly to all shoot-em-up fans or shmup fans. Now next up, absolute game changer in terms of sports games. John Madden's American Football for the Mega Drive, ninety five percent. You could put, I, I don't know whether whether taking five off because at this at this stage that there'd be nothing yeah, like
0: this. Yeah, at, at all at that point, that was probably one of the best games that had ever been made by anyone ever it but was no, amazing
1: now, it, you know it's gone that far now in the same way that fifa's gone that far it's just tiresome yeah. yearly release but, but this you i would not seen it you had gone from like 10 yard 10 yard fight on the Nezara or arcade or whatever to this where you had formation strategies everyone understood what a snap was what a um hail mary was all the little patterns the strategy that you never appreciated watching american football on channel four at half uh, one in the morning when you should have been asleep for school. It was just brilliant. And uh, for a two-player game as well, it was just brilliant. I remember playing it as a kid and not understanding what the hell was going on. Yeah, you were definitely too young Probably that it, point. It's not that complicated, but it what it did, like I say, it was like a little crib sheet for real American football. you like, oh, I get it now. It was also
0: it. like a game, which you kind of brought, accidentally brought the point up there, that was just clearly not targeted at kids. You know, and they, they obviously hadn't gone, we want this to have mass market appeal. They just wanted to make an amazing game and had the balls to actually make it and release the it. The footballs. Yeah, the, 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 the fully shaped, balls. shaped footballs. Eggs, hand eggs. But yeah, it's really,
1: really good. You've also got Prince of Persia on the Amiga. Great. Again, which, we, which we touched upon last episode. Yeah. But yeah, game changer, that really well in terms of animation and uh, the trap. It, it, the jumping... he was the first
0: one to use the rotoscoping of the character, wasn't it? So did did, it,
1: use, it did use rotoscoping. Yeah, it did
0: use rotoscoping, so the, the so fluidity... So did Another
1: World and, and Flashback used rotoscoping as well? Yes, but that these were after. So really, Prince of
0: Persia did it first, and then Another World kind of added another layer to it, and then Flashback was probably the first one that turned it into a very fluid, playable... Action game, Prince of Persia was clunky, you know. Like you had to be the perfect, My clunky. Yeah, <laughs> dumb. <laughs> to start with, clunky, but you had to be like perfect on a platform to jump. At the risk of the animations and stuff, it was still really good.
2: Explain to us, Mark, rotoscoping. Rotoscoping
0: is when they take a real person um so they got a real person to do the jump and do the run and do the roll um and then they got the 24 frames a second from the video got each still and animated it basically based on over
2: it yeah tracing over it the oldie motion capture yes Yes. yeah
1: before you had the suits with your balls on your outside so yeah they they literally (laughs) had to to draw it over it yeah in the arcade section they covered race driving so I can't really remember race driving. It's a sequel to hard driving. I played the hell out of hard driving. They've got it over at Bury Arcade Club. Don't think they've got it at Leeds. Yeah, at I more. love that. It soon driving. to be Blackpool Arcade Club. Really? really? Yeah. Branching yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, exciting times. Um, but I can't ever remember seeing race driving. Did race driving have... Look, the loops and stuff in it. Yeah, they? it did. It was good. Hard driving did. Um, hard I, driving did. I, 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 there,
2: was, there was a speed, the, the, the track had a speed lap and then a, a stunt lap. And had, one of them was a Yeah, a hard, hard
0: driving was very much more a simulation,
2: whereas race driving kind of
0: took that engine, um, made it a little bit less clinical. And a bit more, injected a bit more fun into it. But I had it for the Amiga, but I, I, the Amiga just could not quite cope with it. And uh, it was a little bit twitchy, but hard driving on the in the arcades was amazing, wasn't it? We had it for the
1: Amstrad, didn't we? Oh, was, it a door me, mark? Sure. was it a Domark release? don't know. Domark, Mark? Domark. <laughs> can't remember, tension. Would it have been tension? <laughs> it would have been tension. Would, would it, it would have been Atari? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember. It, but it, it wouldn't have touched that. But, mm. Okay, but I loved sitting in it and turning the key. When yeah, yeah turning clutch. the key.
2: You've got to put your foot on the clutch to start yeah. the engine yeah. to turn them. the key. You yeah, have yeah, it felt
1: like before you could great. actually drive it, it like was force like feedback
2: as well. Yeah, I've played it in Berry. I'm like. Eh, force feedback with the steering wheel. Yeah, um, and when you when it snaps into oversteer, it's like a real car snaps into oversteer, and you feel the steering wheel go the other you way. You gotta be careful yeah, though. No. Like, like, wow. If it's too
1: severe, they used to have it up on that top floor at arcade clubs. So if it's really severe, it'll throw you at it, throw you at a fire exit <laughs> it will. straight into car park. Mm. Be careful through we'll, that big we'll fan. A, we'll have a word with Sean Chopped on it to that. Bits. Oh yeah, through that fan. Mm. And also in the arcade section, and Julian Rignall if you're listening. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he, he oddly uh, awarded Pit Fighter 90%. What? Did he play yeah. it? Or did he just look at
0: it? I'm going to say I can get, I can kind of understand at the time It that was a game changer because that was the foreshadowed Mortal Kombat, obviously, yeah. but it were crap
1: yeah it looks <laughs> it looks fantastic doesn't it it would it plays like i'm not sure it, yeah okay back in the day it did look fantastic obviously it led to your likes of uh, mortal kombat etc that kind of stuff but it, like even the crowd the crowd animations and stuff it was like it's awful like loads mm. of people just having a yeah, face fisted... it's like a two two <laughs>
0: frame animation of like hands going up and down and it's mm, garbage I, I don't know
1: where they got 90 percent from it I, I didn't even like it then so, mm-hmm. not, oh, but talking Ooh. about that, oh, 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 talking about that, the monkey's time, got NBA Jam, though, when that came out, using those. I prefer yeah. Raspberry. Uh, yeah. You lemon curd. With the big heads? Well, they had all the it was bonkers on it, and it smashed the yeah. back plate, and he's on fire. Yeah, we're really good. <laughs> yeah, we're right. that was. I'd, I'd like one of those. Anyone uh, got those, one of those cabs
2: going? <laughs> Please. <laughs> those, those times when someone takes a serious sport like basketball americans love basketball and, and they just I go it, well, let's, right let's go up. stupid with yeah, it let's make it fun let's yeah. have some yeah. right daff yeah. laughs with it
1: yeah it's fun good that like it so it's christmas it's christmas time what is in the multi-format charts <laughs> it's going to be just like the albums in it where it's just hit collections well yeah i think you've hit the nail on the head there so this is the all format top 20 uh charts which clearly was uh, funded by lots of grandmas looking for some stocking fillers. So the number one you've got outrun, but this is a Kix re-release. So the budget re-release, so it's like the two ninety nine, two ninety nine one. Which the kicks had that lovely purple pinky cover. Yeah, are these
2: are these just like the PlayStation's platinum collections. Then? Yeah, right. Okay, but yeah. the game's yeah. not different. If the the same game's code, exactly know, the same. Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay.
1: It, well, if you couldn't afford the eight ninety five oddly amstrad were always one pound more than the spectrum yeah because you have more colors uh if you couldn't afford the big box release when it were when it was released it came back down to like a 2.99 release as kicks or like target renegade at number three target uh, by the hit squad so that's gone from your big release down here was yeah. target
2: renegade the one where you had to put some cheating to
1: make the blood red target renegade was the one where it time traveled that that was On the Amsterdam, you had to put the key. Well, I'm sure that that was the first one. I'm sure there was a proper code to to make the blood red because it was blue otherwise. Yeah. I didn't know what the code was. So I just used to put a 30 centimeter ruler down across all all the keys and sometimes it would come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,. You've got Quattro Adventure, Quattro Super Hits, Quattro Combat, all by Cold Masters, more budget release. Are these Audi related games? I've got no idea what they are. I think it's a four game pack in it.
0: Quattro oh, yeah. Adventure, four adventure games. Quattro oh, yeah. Super Hits, four hits. Yeah. Quattro yeah. Combat,
1: four. Oh, that terrible fruit drink that we're out around this time called Quattro. Quattro yeah, Run Quattro. the Gun, look, Combat. which oh, was a, a god. Like the remember, it was a TV, TV show. Go. Yeah, it was. Yeah. A, it was, was it? yeah, so you had to. You had. Um, an obstacle course, uh, an ATV type bike racing thing. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like something I'd like to watch. Well, it was it, it all right. It, it was a right game like, show. Hold, hold the phone. It was, like, it was, it was yeah. for people who weren't bright enough to go on Krypton Factor. The, I was about to say, is it like Krypton This Factor?
0: next game sounds like the most boring game ever
1: <laughs> created by anyone. Tracksuit manager by High tech, another budget label. So I'm not sure how you've manage managed your tracksuit. You've probably just got to make sure that you've got, you don't put a velour I need to Google this to find out what's going on. Probably not. This, you this you, is
0: worthy of a deeper <laughs> dig.
1: You don't put a velour top with some shell suit bottoms. You've probably just got to manage your tracksuits properly. That'd look boss. Awesome. It's going to be a game. It's, it's a football uh, simulator into a management track thing. Is it? While you look up on that, we've got r type again, Hit Squad. Uh, and- I always remember that being uh envious of the spectrum oh yeah sorry to
0: jump back at you're exactly right it is a text-based uh football management so straight in it's
1: straight in at number nine with a bullet tracksuit manager what's tracksuit got to do with that but they, um, you you'd manage your worst tracksuits depending on what type of manager you are i suppose your players wear <laughs> tracksuits in the warm-up maybe maybe know. um and it's text-based yeah treasure island dizzy their Cold Masters, another budget release. California Games on the Kicks label, again, another budget release. And interestingly, you're starting seeing these. Remember the, the terrible Hanna Barbera games that used to come out on high tech?
0: Yogi's were Great okay. Escape. I, liked, I yeah. liked
1: Hong Kong Fui. Eh? Hong Kong Fui. Yeah. Yeah, Hong Kong Fui is there as well. And finally, uh, just coming straight in at number 20, question of sport. <laughs> <laughs> question of sport, question of sport, not proper sport, just
2: sporting
1: <laughs> thoughts.
2: Subaka. this won't have been Subarka back then, it'll have been 1990, it'll have been... Um, man who's host- hosting it then? Coleman. Excuse Olivia.
1: No. A man made of coal. Entirely of coal. Right. Coleman. George. Coleman. I don't know, <laughs> i just forget. Emily oh, okay. News and Bill Beaumont. It was in both of them, on it? <clears throat> ah, after Bill Beaumont on Tate, or after Emily News. I don't know. It's rubbish anyway. Question right. sport. Get out. Question or sport. It's great. So, so that's your cultural interlude for this particular episode. Wrapping it up. Wrapping it up like Christmas presents. Okay, yeah. So that's too fuzzy.
0: Actually, you usually do your fact at the end, but I think you should do it now. My yes. Fact. Yeah,
1: you fun for. Fact. So, just on you touched on it briefly. This game in Japan, Falcom, massive RPG company, had a whole long raft of Dragon Slayer series, which I don't think we ever saw over here. But Dragon Slayer Two, the sequel to Dragon Slayer One, was called Dragon Slayer Two. And this was a spin-off of that and Dance
2: Fun Fact. Sorry, you probably heard me rifling through my huge book of massive facts. Well, the book's massive. My facts are all regular size. I come to the manual, The Evil Place, where the evil one lives, is called Dartmoor, which will be disappointing to residents of Devon and England, where an area of moorland has the same name. I'm
0: going to say it's similar to Eastmoor. Yes. uh... Which actually is a dark and depressing place.
2: Yes. But um, my other fun fact, if you'd like another one. I'll oh, go on then. We're going to kind of double it up. Dan's fun fact number two. Number two, the return of the fact. <laughs> for Xanadu is actually a portmanteau of Famicom and Xanadu.
1: So Dragon so Slayer 2 Ooh. Xanadu for the Famicom spin off is for, for Xanadu. Xanadu. So obviously, as kids, we just thought it was called Faxanadu because that's what it actually said.
0: Right. So before we go on a woogering, I want to go a bit deeper into this game. Because, into the law. Well, this this is probably the most complex game that we've done so far. <laughs> All right. I think <laughs> it's ever. It's certainly,
2: it's certainly the, the deepest, isn't
1: it? There's, the- there's, there's more to it, definitely. There ain't much to it. Where, you know, you say RPG and everyone goes, no basically there's a bit of inventory management that's about it isn't there well it's deeper than extermination boat racer yeah De- definitely
0: so you arrive in your home hometown of elois Elois. E- Eol- Eol- so this is an elf town the brown town and it's a brown town you're open you open with a cut scene of you walking into a brown town the brown
2: town's in ruins <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's
0: wrecked someone's really damaged brown town um, so meteorites are raining down, crazed monsters <laughs> running everywhere and well, the they- town itself <laughs> contains several more towns, wells are drying up, people are in the grips of fear um, and you've got to restore peace, you've got to penetrate the giant world tree and overthrow the evil one who lives in the evil place, Fortress Zenus
1: yep okay penetrate 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 the giant world tree you got to penetrate brown town to destroy the zenith you got to take with your (laughs) yeah (laughs) all this is it's probably fair safe to say well none of this is in the game (laughs) (laughs) or the game you literally walk up a path into a brown into a brown town yeah he walks to
2: the brown town and goes this was my hometown and it's a mess. Yes. Happened and all and
1: this background uh, fluff comes yeah. from the instructions. Well, so in you're, the you're
2: essentially trying to restore
0: colour to the land by going on missions. And it is very much a side-scrolly, Metroid-y type affair with a lot of fetching and retracing your steps. And to be fair, <laughs> when I started this, I was thinking this is a 10 out of 10, um, but... Off the bat, immediately. Yeah, I loved it. I, I immediately loved it. I thought it looked nice. I liked the music. Um, 87,
1: right? 10. So yeah. 1987 <laughs> On in top. Japan. So graphically, even for then, it looks really well. Yeah, it definitely does. <clears throat> nice big sprites, nice detailed towns and what have you. I sent a message to the group chat, didn't I, saying... Mark, you're going to love this. It's it's like what we always wanted on the Amstrad because <laughs> mm. they always fell short of these kind of games on your 8-bit platforms. Yeah. They only got the depths on your 8-bit platforms from the, if you went text or Bard's Tale yeah. or Colossal Caves or whatever it would call it, a classic adventure. So, so you, you forego the, the, the graphics. So back in nineteen eighty seven, we'd have been screaming out for something like this on, yeah, on your I mean, 8-bit it, home system. Yeah, yeah, for its time, good. And then the gameplay mechanics
0: do are very similar to Dark Souls or Bloodborne, in that <clears> you, you go out, what you've got, instead of having a, a lamp or a bonfire, you have these gurus. Um and once you've visited a guru, if you die, you will land back at the guru and um Which
1: is weird, right? Because he's in a church, yeah. So yeah. basically he's, he's one of them church gurus yeah. or commonly known as a priest. priest. Yeah. And that's your save mechanism as well, isn't it? It gives you a password at that when yeah. you meet the gurus. Yeah. Um, and so
0: obviously when you die, you return back there, but you've still got your stuff. You just then have to plow through what you've been through to get back to where you were effectively. Um, and you can use some of these Dark soulsy mechanisms. Again, you can farm for money or health so you never really run out of health because if you find a screen um with a lot of enemies on and you manage to rinse that screen effectively you can go okay well that one's going to give me a coin that one's going to give me a bread roll those are your two options they're either carrying... like
1: a bread roll or does it pink bread roll i didn't know what it was until i looked at the instructions i didn't know what it was i immediately it just like... thought it was a bread did roll. You? yeah i just thought they'd done a dump and it turned into someone who likes eating pool like one of those so <laughs> like, this is weird man. but that mechanism did mean if you were running low on energy you could kind of go
0: well i'm good at that room it's so I'll just go rinse that room, fill my energy back up. And you just go backwards and forwards into that room and fill your energy back up. Um, I quite liked that and mechanism. You didn't need to do it to excess either. No, you knew it, it were
1: there, but it's not like something like Final Fantasy 1 on this particular platform no. where you really have to grind before you can move on. No, which, which, Daniel do not like that. I but, don't mind that. To yeah, I, don't, I don't mind it too you much. You don't have to do that to progress. No.
0: The grind in this game comes in the sheer amount of time you've got to retrace your steps over and over and over again and just even the bosses regenerate so like it's not too bad when you get to the first first boss you find because at the end of that boss you get an item and that unlocks a new area um but then later on you get to a stage where there's like a boss followed by another boss then you get the item and then you go back into the next thing the boss that you just killed back again. He's like, I just killed you. You know, even he regens. But thankfully, uh, if you do get killed, which you do reasonably frequently, you do still keep the item. You don't have to then go back and do the boss fight again. Um, you've just got to then find your way around. And then there's other cool stuff like your flying boots that you find and all this sort of stuff. So it's got a lot of cool ideas. It felt to me like they just tried to make it too long. Yeah. Um, and it, certainly I got to about three quarters of the way through and was so tired of playing it that I ended up just watching a long play for the end. I just watched someone else <laughs> while I was doing my work. I just had it on another screen, just watching someone else go through the tedium of actually completing it.
1: Yeah, I, I, this, I referenced um, the website, how long to beat for this. Yeah. And I think they had it down at five and a half hours. Yeah. So I thought, oh probably box this off in a, in a couple of nights if not one night so then i referenced uh like an faq or something just to see how far i got after about four and a half hours i'd only got halfway through yeah and reason being is that i spent half of the time going back and forth on that first um fountain type level yeah it the jumping is what made it the jumping is it, it's frustrating all everything else, the combat, everything else. Is yeah, the acceptable. combat's
0: good. All of the enemies have got their own pattern, so once you get used to it, you know, you you, you can ace those enemies. And but can- yeah, the platform there's platforming bits in it, like you say, and they're just the mechanism for him going through those platforming bits is tedious. It's just not good enough.
1: Well you um you just touched on it there. Some enemies you use magic on, but yeah. some enemies you move you use your sword on and yeah. then you get your shield and all that kind of business. Uh, but I didn't expect it to be as platformy as it is. Now, yeah. if you're going to make it platformy as it is, then you've got to get the jumping right. Yeah, and it's, it's not. Because if you liken it to something like Mega Man, which is a similar go right, have a fight, but platformer combined, you hang in the air just a little bit longer. So they just bad, don't that's cut all it it needed. And,
0: and then the other thing is some of the jumps, you have to be pixel perfect to get over them. Now, there's no... Um, no fall damage, which is nice because <laughs> you fall a lot. You get knocked off the screws quite a lot, don't you? Yeah, uh, but it does add to the tedium. If I've already had to retrace my steps eighty-four times, and now I've fallen off this ledge another eighty-four times, and I have to retrace them again, so um for me that killed it. I think, but um I'll give my score at the end. I'll I'll
2: bite to you, Dan. Yeah, uh, I was excited for this. Real excited. Thought cool. Love a good RPG as long as it's not (laughs) turn-based this wasn't so i was like yes let's get into it now unfortunately i was hamstrung by work so i didn't get a lot of time to play it but the short amount of time i spent playing it i didn't dig it at all that back and forwards in that you mentioned i really didn't like that um i found it such a grind to play it was so slow the menus when you took the the Speech, what a yeah, god! Even the dialogue moves slow. Yeah. I was like, "Come on, come on!" There's a lot of wasted dialogue, um, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, you know,
1: like when you go in, when you go into the inn. <laughs> even the information that the innkeepers are giving you that you can't buy anything. So you're expecting that, that what they're giving you is going to extend the story on and pad mm. out whatever's happening in the, the world tree uh, when you penetrate the world tree with your meteorites. Uh, and they don't—they just say something random. Yeah, I, I wonder a, if a dwarf came around, he weren't happy. Know, yeah so it's why. like oh, right, 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 okay so why yeah, yeah any reason Well, we know elves and dwarves don't get on if and, you're a tolkien reader and then the other thing so, when you're in um, a shop as
0: well is you've got rather than it saying buy sell it says you, i have <laughs> come here to buy i have come here to sell and you have to wait for that to find and i have, couldn't and sell anything
2: jesus no i never you managed, have managed to nothing anything. to sell well, well why yeah. offer me that exactly yeah. so
1: I've, you, you you get a sword you start off with a small sword and then spoilers do you get, get, a, get bigger a one large sword. Oh, okay. so then then then, a large sod okay so then what you one want way. to do is well you're not going to go back to the small sword, so i might as well sell it and so in your shop because you I'll, I'll sell this and go I right you've got enough sell. well yeah. i have actually yeah.
0: <laughs> and then what we're annoying is when you're in the shop you think yeah cool i'm going to put all my new kit on and then you're like why does this menu not work why can i put, you know, put my and I, I i ended up putting on the chat like this is this broken why can i not do it and you can you can't equip things when you're in the shop where it's safe you have to wait until you've left the shop where it's, it's potentially it? unsafe before mm. you can navigate the menus to I could only assume
1: stuff. that they've done that so you then don't go killing the, the shopkeepers or whatever. We yeah. just don't have them kill him if he moves his sword to him. It's such an mm. odd thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's crazy. I'll put him behind a counter
2: that you can't jump over. It's, not, it's,
0: not,
1: it's so, just weird. So I found it slow to begin with. That's,
2: that's, that's, that was my initial take on it. I was like, oh, this is slower than I was expecting it to be then all that backwards and forwards like i mentioned i didn't i've gone through a screen there's something jumping at me i've stabbed it uh let me just turn around let me go back to the other screen again oh the back oh brilliant that that the the whole grind that you mentioned and finding that helpful i was like oh just piss off i've just killed you go away yeah why I, now because i've killed all these things in in my head i'm running through a forest stab 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 die stab die stab stab, stab die And then I I get to somewhere, I'm like, oh, I need to turn around and go back and buy something. So I'll go back, and then I'll go back through this forest, and everything I've just killed is back to life. Why? Go away. No, I don't agree with this. I plowed on. I thought, "I'll, I'll get used to it. Then I got to the platforming bits. Oh, God, I love a platformer. Like Super Mario World is one of the best platformers still to me. To this day
1: yeah, so it's yeah, a it's bit amazing. unfair to hold it up
2: against that it is but even think of a bad platformer this is worse than those and like you said you do have to pixel perfect i the, the little strange me, uh, metroid looking things that spin yeah, on the floor the little totally spiky things yeah those things i had no means of killing them because Magic. the dagger i couldn't You can't crouch, why can't you crouch? You can jump, why can't you crouch? I mean, his knees must bend to facilitate the jump. I wasn't too bothered about that. But yeah, you you had
0: to use magic on those things. There were certain enemies, really, you could only use magic on. There were certain enemies where you were better with the sword. There were certain enemies you were just better pegging it past, waiting for him to jump and running under him and uh, avoiding them altogether. They they were a a good variation of enemies.
2: Hmm. Um, But it just, it it never, it it started off bad and got worse for me. I, I really didn't dig it at all. Well, um, the, I was looking for dwarves. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, appa- this is apparently weird, I killed it? a dwarf and yes. I got a
0: Matlock.
1: Matlock. Matlock! But yeah,
0: this guy says, when you kill the dwarf, you'll get the Matlock. Yeah. And then you get to a place where there's like a big, it's he's a bigger dragon. than you for a start. And he's by twice the size of you yeah. and he's breathing fire or whatever it yeah. is. At you. And he's blatantly a dragon. And then they go, oh, you killed
1: a dwarf. And it's like, what? Is that right? I didn't even... Because I, I, yeah. I got to that and I got the Matlock. So you yeah. need the Matlock to yeah, get they refer through to, to the next well, they're the stage. dwarves
2: that they're referring to. <laughs> it's confusing because I thought, oh.
1: Oh, it didn't look like a dragon or something. It is. It looks like a devil so almost.
0: Every, everywhere they're referring to dwarves, it's just all of them random baddies. They just, yeah, they just refer to them as dwarves. So, so
1: i was confused by, does anybody know what a Matlock is? Well, this is the other thing. I thought, oh, I've killed this
2: dragon and now I've got a pickaxe. And yeah. someone goes, oh, you've killed a dwarf and you've got a matlock. No, I haven't. I've just killed a dragon and I've got a pickaxe. Yes. <laughs> it's weird, the, Picasso, right. it? yeah.
1: the only thing that matlock is is in Derbyshire, isn't it? Yeah. Or the Simpsons, isn't it? Matlock! But then
0: some random in a pub half an hour earlier said, well, you know, if you get a matlock, you can knock that wall down. But, but he's nowhere near the wall. <laughs> he
1: knocked down, Yeah, how do you so know this wall? he got this
0: matlock and he's like, where do I go now?
1: I'd never picked up on that, that was a dwarf. I remembered where to use a matlock. because so I think I did that in one sitting. Yeah. It was haphazard for me. There was, it, was, it was, it was. The, the, yeah. the other thing as well, I got stuck for a bit for ages
0: and ages and ages and ages. Uh, the doors are in the background and I'd missed a door because everything's brown the yeah because everything's though, yeah. brown it's like the ladders the very first time like, where do I go where do I go it's, I struggled with it was that. a ladder and it, well, it wasn't it just looked like part of the scenery at the yeah. back and then I, I jumped and he attached himself to it oh that's a ladder then yeah, <laughs> yeah I so.
1: anticipated you guys because I played it first out of all of that. I anticipated you saying I can't I've got to a wall I can't go any further yeah. I think I just by sheer luck I jumped so, oh oh it's a ladder because it's not clear it's a ladder no
0: is it? not at all no because yeah you <sighs> I eventually I think you'd put a thing on on the whatsapp group we have going i'm this far i ate it and I, I said to you well if you're that far and you ate it there isn't really any point in continuing because because yeah. that's it you, not, you you know, you've seen what it is it, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: um so for me I, I, I don't know why i just bounced straight off it it was not for me uh uh disappointed with it disappointed myself for getting excited um and i would give it a five Ooh. maybe less Ooh. no I'll be I'll not be right okay I'm, I can't I can't score it on the fact that I didn't like it if that makes sense yeah but there were bits that I thought were poorly done which is why I'm giving it a low score like the like, like the platforming yeah why can't I crouch to stab these things um the, Inside the, the mind of Dan's uh, review yes.
1: process.
2: Yeah. Um, so I, I don't just I don't I don't want someone to listen and go, well you, you just got it rubbish because you didn't like it. Yeah. No, I, I, there was bits that were, there were bits done. that were no, yeah. not good yeah. in my opinion. what
0: about you,
2: the ball?
1: Did you give a score there? Five. Five. Yeah. five. He fived it. Uh, <laughs> he put five on it. I like like yourself, I started off really good. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. So we're up there at like a, a nine thinking this is really good for its age for its year it's got it's got the nice balance between being a grindy rpg and just being something that you could pick up and play and get through to the next village um until you get to that first quest which is lots of to and fro so I've, i figured that this was the main bulk of the game lots of to and fro up and down to get finding you get your wing boots and you've got to go up to the fountains and all that business um and then I look, like I said, I look to see how far I got on because I've been playing it for good three or four hours and it's a, I'm not even halfway through. I think you, when you make it through to the Misty Town that you got to, that's mm. halfway. And I thought, well, that's a strange thing to do. If you've got a game that's this long, why start off having you going, doing lots of to and fro and fetch carry? carrying? Cause normally that's to pad a game out. But, yeah, I agree. But you're padding out the
0: front end. Yeah. Well, you know, it's padded out all the way through. It was padded out all the way through. And, like you say, the thing is, the environments are good and they change and they've all got their own little uh, personalities and their own enemies and, and the that mist, kind of thing. Mistown was dull.
1: graphically impressive. And then you kind of go into like that underground thing. Yeah. But yeah, so we're. It really looked good, but I, I thought it was an odd design choice. and you're certainly getting your money's worth.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. If if you think back, if we were kids, you'd have got some mileage out of it. God, yeah. You know. You could so- have got this for,
1: for using your vouchers on Boxing Day. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and you could have probably traded it in on Boxing Day the following year. Well, I mean, you can't you can't surely say,
2: well, you got your money's worth just because they made you go backwards and, and forwards, forwards a lot. Yeah. I, I, yeah, but you've got to, you've got to, uh, like, you got your money's worth because it was a challenge. But yeah, but You've did...
1: got to put yourself back into 1987 as yeah. was then. No, 94 you, you've coming off these pick up and play quick 299 games. To this, this is a real game. And it would have felt Yeah, immense. it would have felt, it would have felt yeah. epic, wouldn't it? But it, now, these little wrinkles, these to and fro and you've ironed those out of games design. Now people, yeah. people, they're not, they're not, uh, accepted anymore, which is probably why we're moaning about it. Yeah. But no, I'd, I'd give it a, I'd give it a reluctant six. I'd like to give it a seven, but if as you're saying, Mark, it just continues to be a to and fro and nothing else. And literally is just get the next big, the next stronger magic and the next stronger weapon and the next stronger shield. Yeah. Uh, then yeah. Which is exactly what it is. So you've given it a six. Yeah.
0: But yeah. So what happens is when you get towards the end, it carries on more of the same. And then you fight a boss at the end. That's more of the same of what you've already done. It's a boss, Lord monarch. I don't even know what it is. It's another thing that's supposed to be a dwarf that's not. Um, And then um, you have a nice cut scene where uh, the king and everyone in the town's thanking you for restoring the colour. And then you have the same cut scene that you had at the beginning where he walks into the grey, brown town. (laughs) um, And at the end, he walks out of a fully coloured village and you you see him come towards the screen and he walks away from it. And it's got quite a nice ending. Um, But yeah, unfortunately whilst a lot of the ingredients are there, if they'd have fine-tuned it a bit and cared a bit more about it, there's a belter there. But unfortunately, I think, like I say, I started off at a 10 and I've ended up at a six at best, I think, and it's its own fault. It's got (laughs) no one to blame, but itself. Has it let you down? Yeah. it let itself down? It it totally, totally, totally (laughs) let itself down. So let's have a look at what we could have played... And get really, really upset because it's all going to be loads better than that was. Fire and ice, which was the prequel to Solomon's Key. Solomon no
1: kagi to Kaishutsu kai shutsu sakasan
0: Okay, oh, beautifully. Solomon, massacred.
1: Solomon's Key to Cool Mint Rescue Mission. <laughs> <Is that laughs> the cool cool mint. chewing yeah. gum. Yeah, I've, dro- gum I've dropped my rescue. polos
0: uh, we could have had Friday the 13th, which I really liked. Thought That were a good game. It had a jump
1: scare in it, which was novel at the time. And it had the most uh, blunt game over. If you thought Eliminator Boat Jewel had a blunt game over screen, this just simply said, you and your friends are dead. <laughs> but yeah, every time he killed someone, you had a big flash on the screen and a massive noise. And
0: I think like they purposely reduced the volume of the rest of the game. And then when it happened, it gave you a genuine like, Five Nights at Freddy's style uh, jump scare. Nice. Uh, Famicom Wars, which was the forerunner to Advance Wars. Yeah,
1: which- I've got to look for this, because there's no point picking up the Japanese version mm, for the Famicom because you be able to it. But... As there is out there, if you do your searching, a lot of people do uh, ROM hacks to yeah. convert the, the English text, uh, the Japanese, into English. And I bet this is quite interesting to play because I loved Advance Wars on the I, I loved it Advance. as well. I thought
0: it were a brilliant uh, game. Uh, uh, f- and why aren't they, Why is it stopped? I don't know. Because, yeah, it was a really good little strategy.
2: You, you elevated it because yeah, it was flash, I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, but turn-based.
1: Yeah. This isn't turn-based. No, it's, like, not, it's, it's not menu-driven. My
2: favourite thing about it was when you attacked um the the units that you beat flew off the screen pum, like, pum. Yeah. really fast this well, is that's cool. th-
1: this is more like um like your xcoms and uh mario raven rapids and mm. that kind of is that turn based yeah. strategy rather than
0: a menu, I thought it was good. Menu selector. And then I'll okay. move on quickly from Final Fantasy 1 and 2, so I don't trigger Dan any further. Yeah. Uh, then Fire Emblem, Shadow Emblem and the Blade of Light.
1: Which, what is it with the word F and the benches? Well, Fire Emblem is obviously a, a massive RPG yeah. now, yeah. which was on its knees a year or so ago. And then yeah. that latest Fire Emblem has been one of the biggest sellers on the Switch. It's been, But this, the start of it, that's the first one, Fire Emblem, Shadow Emblem and the Blade of Light, wasn't. Um, an RPG as such, a more turn-based strategy like uh, Famicom was. All right, let's move Uh on again then. And then
0: um, (laughs) Fantastic Adventures of Dizzy. Now, I didn't even know Dizzy had popped up on the NES, so I'm quite surprised at that. I loved the Dizzy games, but I never knew that they um, they actually uh, made way to the NES.
1: Yeah, it was uh, an original, as far as I'm aware, it was an original Dizzy game that ended up in like some kind of release limbo, Right. So, so it didn't make it out. Till, I think there was some disagreement with distributors, and uh, it didn't make it out. So it didn't. Suff- it didn't sell as many. So, right. Um, so I guess we should
0: um, open up the butt cheeks of the gaming past and allow your randomizer to pull out a clinker. Yep. I'll get it. Where is it? <coughs>
1: I'm having it dragging because he's put a bit of weight on. Right, what, Christmas. Right, come here, you randomizer. the inside of his belly. Ready? I'm gonna give it a smack. Wow. <laughs> He's literally vomed up the letter G. Wow. Which is oh man, it's got carrots on it and all sorts. Uh, Goonies. Oh, all ah, right.
0: Okay. Cool.
2: Game, uh, movie tying. Yeah, they're always good. Yeah, they're always good, aren't <laughs> <out> they? <Yeah. laughs>
0: well, you never know, do you? Indiana mm. Jones were good back then. Maybe it's a good one. Who knows? The we'll Star Wars games were good.
2: Yeah. All right. Stop. Prove me to be wrong. <laughs> okay, <sorry>. alright.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. So join us next time for Goonies. So thank you for uh, listening. Thank you guys for hosting with me. And um, if you want to get hold of us, you can do so
2: on Twitter at Pixel Hunt Pod. You can see us online over on www.pixelhuntpodcast.com.
0: If ever we update it. Yeah, I might get round to it at some point.
1: Or you can drop us an email at howdo pixelhuntpodcast.com.
0: We're Pixel Hunt Podcast. Keep on keeping on. We're playing the game so you don't have to. <laughs>